Does anyone actually get multi-citizenship through naturalization? If so, what have you seen? Uh, I guess, how does it happen? How does it happen? So, sorry, you, you, I lost you there for, for, for a moment. So I hope I, I hope I, um, no. I hope I got correctly. Um, so, so yes, Morty's, Morty's Immigration Act does uh, consider naturalization. And um, as long as an applicant can prove that he has had very, very strong connections to the island for an uninterrupted period of five years or more, um, it is possible to apply uh, for naturalization. Um, uh, and there's a process, there's an application, and there's a process, there's a vetting, um, there's a, a note of allegiance, there's also um, a, 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 I'm trying to, to, to find the right word, a, a, a test, I suppose, uh, to see that the person does appreciate Maltese culture and has a, a good understanding of, of Maltese culture, Maltese history, and also basics of the Maltese language. Um, but yes, mm. it is possible. Okay, language test as well. Okay, uh, would you say that the, the that process, that naturalization process, is particularly rigorous? Because I'm aware of certain jurisdictions where it's pretty tough. Uh, for example, in in the UK, the average British citizen probably could not pass their life in the UK test that <laughs> as far as, uh, would be citizens need need to study for and pass. So, would you say that 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 process of the exams and language is it's it's a it's a tough hurdle to cross, or would you say it's it's doable by the average person? Uh, of the extent of this test, um, I would imagine that it is doable, but I would also imagine that it is not easy um, because the the whole plan, the whole the whole objective, I suppose, is is of course um, to ensure that people who can contribute to the country. Um, uh, obtain obtain uh, citizenship by naturalization. So I, I'm sure that there has to be a, um, a little bit about the language and also a little bit about the history and the culture. If you are to integrate well into into any country, not just Malta, uh, it, it is important that you do no longer um, consider yourself as a stranger or are seen as a stranger, but you integrate well and you respect the culture and the nuances of that country which is actually hosting you. So, so um, although I don't want to say anything which might not be correct or precise, you know, I, I do believe that the, the, the process is, is eminently doable, but I'm sure that it is not, uh, it's not simple and straightforward, you know, that anyone can just go and, you know, just, 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 just sign on the dotted line and that's it. Okay, fantastic. Thanks a lot for that. So that, that's a great segue into the, the whole uh, investment migration space. So correct me if I'm wrong in that it's a common misunderstanding that Malta has a citizenship by investment program. It does not. It has a, a residency by investment or golden visa uh, program, which can also have accelerated pathways to citizenship. Am I correct in saying that way? No, no, actually Malta does have a citizenship by investment okay, program. It's, yeah. it's, it's called the ESDI um, and it is a, a citizenship by extraordinary investment. Uh, and this replaces the previous program, which was the MIIP, which was the Malta Individual Investor Program. Uh, this was revamped in 2021, if I'm not mistaken, a, a April or thereabouts. Um, and today the, the, um, the program is, is, is more robust. It has a very, very comprehensive due diligence process, um, uh, which is probably one of the toughest um, uh, available on the market uh, today. Um, and um, it, 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 the first thing, 
So the applicant and his dependents will receive a residency status in Malta and they should maintain that residency for at least one year um, prior to becoming citizens. Uh, second stage is submission of the full application for citizenship. And that takes um, anything from 12 months to 36 months. Um, 12 months, there's a fast track option where, where the costs are, of course, slightly more expensive. Or else there is... Once either the 12 month or 36 month period has elapsed, then uh, citizenship is, is granted. Okay. Um, Sorry. Yeah. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. So, so if I'm understanding, so with that extraordinary investment, the, the fastest track gets you from uh, point A to point B in 12 months? Is that the Correct. fastest? All right. Uh, okay. 12 months from, from the time that the application is submitted and, of course, uh, provided that the application up, yes. No, I, I said that the 12 months would run from the day that the full application is submitted and on the assumption that the application is complete and, 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 and correct. Mm -hmm. Okay, gotcha. And is there a residency requirement? Like, does the applicant need to be in country during that period of time, or can they be elsewhere? In the year, in the first year, where there is what is known as the residency phase. Um, yes, there, there, there has to be, of course, it doesn't mean that you have to be here for 365 days in any given year, but there is an obligation on the applicant to spend as much time on the island as, as possible. Um, also, because this is the initial um, period where the applicant starts to get more accustomed, more acclimatized to Malta, uh, to Maltese culture. Okay, so, so that is, that is the, the general intention there. Um, of course, um, uh, normal absences from the island are, of course, uh, allowed. People still need to maybe um, uh, travel for, for work, for family, uh, you know, for holiday. So um, th there's no hard rules on this. But again, you know, caution and reasonableness should always uh, apply. Understood, understood. So uh, it's a great segue into the article on a particularly high-profile U.S. billionaire, Peter Thiel, one of the early investors, co-founders in Facebook and Ethereum and a whole bunch of other stuff. So he apparently, according to the media, he's on a pathway to, to citizenship. But just, I mean, obviously we don't know the intricacies of that situation, but generally speaking, the program, the program is quite popular. Uh, everything is above board and lots of people have been applying and being successful uh, on that on that journey to citizenship yeah sorry sorry i, I lost you there oh no problem yeah we, we some technical difficulties so i was pulling the article i think it was in the new york times yeah on yes. okay. u.s building a feature deal into the into yeah. the homes and you know the, the article tried to sensationalize it a bit but essentially that the citizenship by investment program, as you've just described, it's completely normal, it's completely legit, everything is above board, and lots of people all over the world have been taking advantage of it. Is that is that fair to say? What are your comments on it? Yes, I, I think I think that um, the press seem to have tendency to to over sensationalize and dramatize, um, especially when certain individuals uh, are involved, and 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 the individual in question is, of course, a very high profile individual, especially in in, in the US. Um, as you said, Malta has a very, very robust uh, um, it was designed to ensure that undesirables do not filter through. Um, 
I think what was unfortunate in this case, and, and, and I have no doubt that this was a, a genuine mistake, was that the address that um, this applicant uh, selected as his residential address uh, for during the, the application process uh, was also advertised uh, as a, as a, as a um, uh, premises for, for Airbnb, with Airbnb. I, I would have no doubt in my mind that this was an oversight, but um, that is also what caused a lot of the sensation. Um, Malta is very keen to promote citizenship, but again, citizenship with, with, with substance. So um, the idea is that these people, and, and usually it is uh, people who have been successful in life, in their business life, in their careers, you know, um, take up citizenship in Malta because it is also seen as a way where they can contribute uh, to the Maltese economy, contribute to Maltese philanthropy. Um, and uh, there's also, uh, you know, the notion of a, a transfer of, of skills potentially, as well as the potential to open up extensive businesses, uh, especially Maltese startups, Maltese repositioning itself. As a, as a hub for startups, uh, startups in general, but particularly technical text startups. Um, so, of course, having high profile people with, 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 with sound and extensive business connections can help a Maltese entrepreneur or, or any entrepreneur who is uh, um, uh, domiciling his, his startup business from Malta can help propel them to the next level quicker and faster. Okay, great. And unfortunately, it's not just the media, but we've seen that the European Union, like Brussels, seems to have a, some level of discomfort with citizenship by investment. We saw it with Cyprus and we saw it in some of the commentary about certain Caribbean islands. And now there appears to be some sort of situation with Malta. I, I know it's sensitive, but do you want to comment generally on it? Um, yes, I mean, the only comment that I can make, and, and it's not a partisan comment, is the comment that resonates with what the Maltese government said. The Maltese government is very, very um, um, uh, serene about the robustness of, of the, pro the, um, um, the program, uh, and therefore they are very confident that uh, they will address this challenge by the um, courts uh, at EU level. Uh, so I suppose it's just a, a watching brief, uh, and, and we just have to see how. Uh, another another point that I, I wanted to touch on and get your, your your comments. I think before we went live, we were talking about Malta positioning itself as a great jurisdiction for family offices. Do you want to say a few words? You want to comment on that? Sure, sure, sure. Um, uh, I think my personal opinion is that that Malta is is a is a very good jurisdiction for family office type structures. Why? Because we have a, an extensive tax treaty network. Um, um, we have a very simple um, and, and, and sound tax system, which has been peer reviewed by the European Union. Um, uh, we also, as a jurisdiction, work very well with other jurisdictions like the UK, like Germany, like Switzerland. So it's very easy to have a family office, but then outsourcing um, uh, portfolio management, for example, to a Swiss portfolio company or a wealth management company. Um, so I think there's a there's a there's a, a tremendous pool of highly qualified um, persons within the financial services sector. It's a sector that Malta has been developing since its first foray in 1988 with the um, uh, MIBA Act. Um, so there's a, a good body of knowledge there and, and a good basis on which to build. Um, um, so I think that that is where we will start to see more activity um, from from service providers such as such as our own, um, who will start. To, to develop that market um, uh, more extensively.
Right, but I want to comment on that the, the talent pool because I guess that's a criticism that's been levied on other smaller jurisdictions that are pursuing that that family office. This substance is the name of the game right now, so you need to have boots on the ground. And if the talent pool is shallow and it's difficult to attract talent in, and there's uh, there's size restrictions because you know the yes. island is only so big, does that place a natural limit as to how far the sector can really go? I think I think I, I I got the basic trust of what you what, what your question is, um, so Malta Malta has as I said before has been developing a financial services sector for for for, for several years now. So the um, um, uh, local technical institutions, universities um, have reacted to that, uh, and so we have um, a very high level of education. Um, Malta's um, uh, high standard of education um, so the talent pool has been augmented over the years by by people coming here to set up um, structures in Malta particularly when it comes to for example the gaming sector or up to a few years ago the um, investment fund sector um, so so many of these people have moved on some have stayed stayed here but the talent pool um, is, is, is pretty pretty strong okay great uh so yeah so if you're a six seven or eight figure investor entrepreneur or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals we can help you achieve the international lifestyle the freedom and even the tax savings you're looking for visit us at htj.tax and live that international life